Want truly hydrated skin? Meet Osea's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight June Machine, I am Andy Hotbody Dawson, bow, bow, bow! I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Um, let's quickly go over to the random pop blob, which selects the week's chart that we need to look at, and we'll find out what's going on. Uh, random blob, use your gob, tell us how to do our job. August The blob has taken us on a journey back Whoa. to Euro 96, the greatest moment in human history. Uh, the sunny... How about that? That beautiful, sunny August of 1996. Of course, we were still... Um, reeling from England's defeat in the semi-final to Germany. But uh, nonetheless, we were still buzzing off the Euro 96 vibes, weren't we? The tournament had finished, technically, but we were still basking in the glory of it all. And I have to say, this has been randomly selected. This is not just some kind of crowd-pleasing move. Uh, It was randomly selected. You're on a hell of a run. We started the Dick Turpin Odyssey earlier this week, and now... You're getting to do a now Euro this, 96 top I know. Four. I mean, in terms of editorial content, this is just hitting my absolute fucking zenith. <laughs> Mind you, there's so, I mean, it's not all been good for me, you know, this week, because just before coming on air, I was a bit late today to uh, come yeah. up to connect with you because um, I spilt, I dropped a two-litre bottle. No, not two-litre. What's the bigger one of milk? Like, you get a litre... Then you get the two litre. And what's the one up from that? Is that a four? Four litres? Dropped a four litre of semi-skimmed Fuck. on my doorstep. No. I was rushing back oh. home with some milk and I wanted to get all organised. My wife's coming back from a trip to Hungary. Wanted to make sure there's plenty of milk in because, you know, you look like a real failure if she goes away for a week and then when she comes back, yeah. there's not much milk in the house. That's Do you know what I mean? That's the essential, isn't it? That's yeah, the essential. So I thought, right, I've got to get the fucking milk. I'm rushing from the car to the door, thinking I'll get this milk in the fridge and I'll call Andy. The milk comes out of the fucking plastic bag, right, and Mm. just breaks. Like, literally, mate, it wasn't like... It's a plastic bottle, and it didn't drop from miles up. It dropped just from... If you imagine me holding my carrier bag by my side at the normal, what, like, hanging by my knee? yeah. Hanging by my knee. Yeah. The bag didn't break, mm. but uh, one handle slipped out of my hand. 
So the the it sort of so the milk sort of slid out of the bag, and it dropped. Well, we're talking like a foot, foot, two yeah. foot, and it burst. Like not completely, but the whole bottom of it, the bottom section, burst open, and this milk. I don't know if you've ever dropped a four liter bottle of semi skimmed milk. Never, no, never. Nor had I until today. But I can tell you, you wouldn't have thought it would go that far. It goes fucking far. There is a lake of semi-skimmed oh, milk Jesus. down my front drive, my doorstep, right? And oh. r- right into the front garden, which, you know, is concrete, so it's very visible. It's fucking... Yeah. It started spreading towards Raggedy Ann's doorstep. Uh-oh. So I'm like, this, this, this is the sort of shit that sends her mental. To her, it's a gift when shit like this yeah. happens because she's waiting and watching constantly. Yeah, of course, around the clock. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't stop spreading. So I ran in the house. I had to go into panic mode, right? I ran in the house and I filled up a bucket of water. And I naively thought, if I just chuck this bottle of water at the milk, I mean, I don't remember much about science, but I'm pretty sure I learned at school, water negates milk, right? Dilutes it, doesn't it? Yeah. D- dilutes and, and destroys it. Um, yeah. Sometimes something about if you throw water on burning milk the fire will become bigger. But anyway, I can't remember. This milk wasn't on fire, thank God. Yeah. So I fucking got this bucket of water and I chucked it at the at the milk, thinking the main priority was stop it, it encroaching on Raggedy Ann's territory because that, that that's the first thing I've got to think about. So I chucked it and it sort of pushed it back, but it did nothing to dispel the milk. The milk just moved. It moved on and it spread further. So went then then I went and got another bucket of water and I got my outside broom, the one with the stiff bristles. Yeah? They they're the best. Yeah. I have an outdoor uh, indoor one. Caretaker broom, right? Yeah. Not one of the wide ones that we've talked about Not the before. Wide ones. That's but ridiculous. I'm fucking be... out. If ever I needed one of those wide but school caretaker brooms, it was, it was today. <laughs> and now it's actually made me think it, the time's come that I might invest. Because you I, never know. They, they they seem too ostentatious, but you never know when you'll need one. I got, today caught, is that day. I got caught out today because this milk, it was everywhere, mate. It was encroaching. It was like, it was it was a virus, and, and the uh, the water repelled it. No, no, not really. I mean, it just sort of spread it further. The milk. I thought the milk would just destroy them. The 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 water would destroy the milk, but it didn't. Mm. What it did was it sort of shifted it in different directions. It diluted it and made it spread further. I got the broom and I managed to frantically, and I mean frantically, push it away, push the tide away from Raggedy Ann's house, right? And then I started trying to push it wherever I could. I started pushing it towards the flower bed because I thought, well, then the earth will absorb it. But what milk does to plant and flower life, I've no idea. I mean, it could be quite dangerous. My my guess would be it would nourish... Well, I, I can't see it destroying. I hope so, but um, milk is not a destroyer, mate. I have been running around my front fucking my front garden, right, like a fucking maniac for the last ten minutes with this broom, and I'm running in and out of the house with buckets of water, leaving wet footprints through the house, which I wanted to be tidy for the return of my good wife. Not anymore, mate. My good wife is going to be home possibly whilst we record this. And first, she's going to think, I wonder how Sam's got on, the silly cunt. He's probably fucked everything up. Well, I've gone to great lengths today, this morning, to make the house absolutely immaculate because I didn't want her to sort of judge me and think, 
moment I go away, everything goes to shit. And I was yeah. I was happy. The last thing was making sure there was milk in the fridge. When my wife comes home later, the first thing that's going to greet her as she approaches the house is milk. Fucking milk. Milk. Everywhere. A lick of milk. A, gonna, a lick of watered down milk. She's going to go, how's he, she's thinking, how's the cunt got on? The daft fucking cunt while I've been gone. Let's see if either of the kids are dead or he's dead or something else. If the house is burned down. And she's going to, and she's going to fucking approach the front gate and just think, great, a lake of watery milk. Well, that's just fucking typical. <laughs> Will she not think though? Will she not think, well, it could have been a lot worse. She's going to go water, might- a fucking huge reservoir of watery milk. Classic Sam. What no, the- she's gonna, yeah. <laughs> she's just gonna think. She's yeah, gonna- a big lick of watery milk. That's the bare minimum that I was expecting. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I assume this would happen. She'll be like, before she did Brendan Rogers, she went, before I went away, I wrote a list of things that I predicted would happen in my absence and sealed them in this envelope. I shall now open the envelope and reveal what was written inside. Okay, first thing on the list. A large lake of watery milk. (laughs) (laughs) On the exterior of the home. (laughs) Well, that's come true. But looking down your list, neither of the kids are dead. Uh, The the cat's not dead. I'm not dead. And nothing has caught on fire, so... That's good. You locked yourself out on day one. I did lock myself out. That was resolved quite quickly. Yeah, but... Um, Yeah. can I ask, have you managed to dispose of the packaging of all the fancy food that you, you acquired at the start of the week? Well, my daughter fucking grasped me on all of the fancy no. food. Because she kept taking pictures of it because she was so enamoured. I've laid on these class <laughs> Every morning I've laid on knockout fucking breakfast, right? <laughs> Day one, porridge with fresh berries on, on top. Ooh. Day two, I made American pancakes before they went to school that I dusted with wow. icing sugar and served with a bowl of fruit and maple syrup, right? Day three, fucking, I got those half, half-baked half uh, croissants and pano chocolat from the from mm-hmm. the sh- supermarket. I fucking got up, stuck them in the oven. It only takes like five minutes. They God, came out once, yeah. served them up. Every, so I was really, I just thought, this is amazing, right? And I'll admit, it's, I'm trying to win favour with them. I'm trying to make well, we them said- think... Maybe dad's we maybe dad minds, isn't didn't we? exactly. Maybe dad isn't so bad. He's made us much better breakfast than mum ever is capable of. And so anyway, I'd done all of this, and but what I didn't know was, and I was laying the table all nice as well, glass of orange juice, cup of coffee, all the rest of it. My daughter had been taking pictures of all of this. This is the general. This is the Instagram generation. Yeah. She'd been taking pictures and not just posted on Instagram. She'd been sending them direct to my good wife in Hungary as if to say, mm. look at us living the fucking good life. And I'm do like... Do you think, though, do you, do you think your good wife perhaps had a word with your daughter beforehand and said, just keep me up to speed on what he's feeding you. Probably. I need to know it's nutritious yeah. and inexpensive. It was... I can tell you this. It was all nutritious. It was healthy. I didn't use any convenience food because I cooked... Well, those I suppose those pastries you could say were convenience, but you know I still baked them and everything, right? Mm-hmm. But it was all expensive. It was yeah. It was just, you couldn't sustain this. Not 
You know, not, on a, not on a podcaster's wage, right? You couldn't oh, no, sustain not. this level of, of luxury foods throughout the year. But, you know, it's, mm. it's nice to have a little break from the routine, isn't it? But anyway, it's it all is. gone to fuck now because I've been grassed up and the fucking front garden's full of watery milk. Um, and thank God I did have at least a normal-sized stiff fucking brush broom for outdoors. The one good thing that came out of it, though, Andy, is that... Obviously, you know, I've got paranoia in the street. Some of the neighbours, re- you know, regard me as beeping Timmy because a, yeah. a lot, a lot, of them, a lot of them up this street, they have blue collar, honest to goodness jobs, and obviously I, yourself, I don't. Yeah. Right? There's builders. There's builders. There's cap. Um, uh, would you? Is, is it? Is the word dilettant? Is that? Is, what's that mean? Uh, I, I think that's that kind of French for. Um Dawn idle parcel for layabout yeah, pumps. Layabout yeah. pumps, right? So obviously, I'm a bit worried about being regarded that way. But what was great was right. I was out in the garden with the fucking caretaker broom, just as far as anyone could see. If they couldn't see over the hedge as they were walking past, they couldn't could see what you were sweeping. They couldn't see what I was sweeping, ah, and good, I was just good. out the front sweeping, sweeping, sweeping. And one bloke who I often <laughs> not allowed to walk past, and he went, "All right, mate." And I just did this sort of eye rolls, just like. All right, mate. You know what it's like, don't you? Sweeping, yeah. outdoor sweeping, just the yeah, way, yeah. just yeah. the way it goes for dads like us, isn't it? You know, you know, who you are, don't you? Sweeping Timmy, <laughs> fucking sweeping Timmy. Oh, you seen old? You, you seen from beeping Timmy to sweeping Timmy? You seen that beeping cunt up the road? You know journey. what he's out? He's out the front now, sweeping, and he thinks I couldn't see what he's sweeping. But you know what he was sweeping? Water, watery milk. <laughs> It was, le- it was leaking out onto the path. Everyone could see it. it. I, I don't know what the fuck he'd done, but he had like what looked like gallons of watery milk everywhere, <laughs> and he was he was trying to play it cool, but he had this broom and he was fran- uh, he was frantically trying to stem the tide of this watery milk. <laughs> and I'm like, no, it ain't watery milk, mate. It's uh, sawdust, uh, brick dust, that sort of thing. Uh, gl- glass, a lot of glass. Just been smashing some glass up for a project I'm working on, and uh, just sweeping it away. And I, that's not glass, you dopey cunt. That's fucking watery milk. We can all see it. Ah, no, it's not watery milk. You're fucking weird. You are. You're a fucking wrong one with your watery milk all over the place. <laughs> I haven't seen your wife all week either. What's that about? Where's she gone? Your Left wa- you, has she? Your wife's fucked off. I don't blame her. And now you're in a fucking crisis with all this watery milk everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Just another day in the life of Sweeping Timmy. Oh, fucking hell. My reputation's just sunk lower in the street. I fucked it up again. (laughs) Mate, it's out out there now. I mean, I've made it, I've improved it, but I'm Mm. now banking on just, you know, one of two things. Either rain like some pretty decent heavy rainfall or yeah. in t- intense sunshine to draw it, to dry out obviously rain oh. rain would be better because be the, better. The, the, the milk dries out it'll stink i mean it's i'll have to stink the place you, out you, yeah, you know you what i'll have more water i'll have mm. front yard yogurt going on won't i yeah you need to you need to get it there with some more water i think i'm worried it's going to turn into yogurt mate fuck <laughs> sam why is there a load of yoghurt in the front garden? Ah, oh, no, it's a long story. <laughs> what are you going to do with your broom head as well? Are you going to have to fucking replace that or... That'll or stink. What, clean it with acid or... 
I'll White spirit? I'll bleach it. Vomit. My good wife's going to come home and just find me, like, pouring bleach all over a broom in the back garden. <laughs> she go, what the fuck is this? Don't ah, write your home. I'll be like this. You're home a bit early, aren't you? <laughs> I weren't expecting you home. That's why I started bleaching the broom. <laughs> I was bored. Uh, Nothing happened. Do you always bleach brooms when I'm out? No, this is the first time, I swear it. It's only because I've got milk on it and I thought it might turn into yogurt overnight. <laughs> Jalapeño. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Jalapeño. The point of the story is, right, mocking me aside, right, yeah. Dropping milk can happen to anyone. And I know they say don't cry over spilt milk, but I'm beginning to think that that's bollocks because... Oh, that's bollocks. Yeah, yeah. Spilling, spilling milk, it, it can be a fucking disaster. And it and yeah, I yeah. can tell you, it was today. That's the way they say that. Don't cry over spilt milk. But like you say, milk stinks unless you clean it up properly. It's the worst thing you well. can spill. Yeah, of course it is. And I talk about the quantity of it as well. All right, if it's a thimble full, fine. But four, four pints. But, but the thing is, it spreads. I mean, even a thimbleful. After what I've witnessed today, I'm sort of thinking, even if you dropped a thimbleful, the way I now know milk operates, right? Yeah. A, a thimbleful would, could fill a whole room. It's amazing. It is amazing. Yeah. The way that milk spreads is beyond all scientific explanation. It's, it's worse than the stench of death itself. It is. Have you ever spilled any milk in your car? Oh yeah, the worst. If years you got years ago. milky coffee, right? If you have you ever milky yeah. coffee and you spill and you spill some of it in the car, and then the sun comes out, your car will will stink like the rotten guts of a diseased pig, right? Yeah. For, forever, no matter what yeah. you do, you have to just sell the car. Yeah, I had the situation once where I bought a, it was a, just a two liter bottle of milk, plastic like yours, mm. uh, and there was a little little split in it. Didn't mm. realize. Mm. And it was just on the back seat of the car. And, of course, it gradually leaked out on the journey home. Fucking... I had to, I had to drive the car to um, South Shields hmm. uh, and push it off a cliff <laughs> yeah. into the sea. I thought you were going to take it to the mechanics and go, all right, mate, what's the problem? Oh, I've got a milky car. Ah, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're the third one today. Milky car. It's fucking... Well, if I had done, he'd have done the same. He'd have just pushed it off the cliff. I, I, t- I tell you what, mate... I could have a look at it for you. I could get my lads to look at it, but you're looking at labour, possibly a lot of parts, 
And at the end of the day, at best, we're going to get it smelling maybe 50% less bad. I always say to people, in a situation like this, it's cheaper and easier to push it off a fucking cliff. Yeah, it's a write-off. Simple it's as that. You might get something back off the insurance, you might not, but it's a write-off. Have you got milk cover? Have you got milk cover on your insurance? No, no, nah, nah, because I couldn't. Uh, well, I didn't, yeah, that's the false economy. I know, but I got. Um, I took out Millwall insurance on the car, and I couldn't afford to get that and milk insurance. Millwall insurance up here. They might only come up to this part of the world once a year. It's a fucking waste, mate. Milk, you're around milk every day. If you're going to get know, one, get the milk insurance. I know, but I've got, I've got a mate and he's a West Ham fan. He, I think he got inside my head and he convinced me to take out Millwall insurance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Fucking hell. Oh, well, never mind. Oh, you, well, you, li- about your car. you live and you learn. <laughs> Yeah, fucking hell. Shall we uh, milk? Shall we have a look at this chart? Yeah. Um, so we'll go through the top 40 and then um, we'll see what happens after that. All right, here we go. Down 12 places at number 40, we got Todd Terry featuring M. Wash and Jay Brown, it says here. That's far too long. <laughs> that June Brown. June Brown. Dot Cotton from EastEnders. June Brown from yeah. EastEnders. And some of Mike Wash, probably. Ah, let's call. Keep on jumping. Well, we'll do our best. At 39, down nine places, it's Mariah Carey with Always Be My Baby. What does that mean? Does she want you to dress up in a nappy and suckle on her? I'm prepared to do that. A lot of men enjoy that. Ah, down 15 at number 38, Tina Turner is missing you. Uh, Probably because you've buggered off with Mariah Carey, dressed as a baby. And who can blame you? Tina was great back in the day, but for me, no, I, I don't think she's aged well. <laughs> Down 12 places at 37. The day we caught the train to Ocean Calicine. Um I love catching a train. Uh, got a great one from East Croydon to um, uh, Hastings only the other day. Um, I upgraded, which you can do on weekdays, for a, a mere £8 to first class, and it really was worth the outlay. Down 9 at 36 is the Tony Rich Project with Nobody Knows. At number 35, it's Lemon Tree by Fool's Garden. Ah, down 13 places at number 34 is Pato Banton and Reggae Revolution. And they are Groven. Uh, Pato Banton, Ireland's finest, of course. At number 33, <laughs> a new entry. <laughs> Pato Banton with Groven. <laughs> Pato Banton at your service. <laughs> I've got a new song in the charts. It's called Groven. But what I've done is I haven't like, put a G on the end of the word. I put one of them apostrophe marks instead because apparently that's what the kids are like nowadays. Uh, at number 33, it's a new entry for Do That To Me by Lisa Marie Experience. Do what? I'd like Whoa. to know. I don't, is that Lisa Marie Presley? That's very, very bold indeed. <laughs> uh, in to the chart at 32 come Mosaic with Rays of the Rising Sun. At 31, it's Tina Arena with Sorrento Moon. Brackets, I remember. I love a rhyming name. Tina Arena's got to be one of the best out there. Down 10 places at number 30, Tori Amos and a double A side. Hey, Jupiter and Professional Widow. 
What that a, sounds like a great job. Very, very strange woman. Sorry, Amos. Uh, I don't know. Maybe alternative, one of these band the bomb types. I, I'm not sure. We had her in the studio and she insisted on only eating vegetables. Peculiar. I think she's a vegan. Yeah. Uh, probably went to private school as well. Uh, 29, new entry. Tara's theme by Spyro and Wix. Congratulations, Tara. You got yourself a theme. Uh, in a 28, Baby Bird with Good Night. Good night, Baby Bird. At 27, it's Sean Maguire out of Grain Chill and EastEnders with Don't Pull Your Love. Uh-oh. Well, that's a reference to, does he mean his cock? Don't Pull Me Off. That was what it was originally called, which is a strange request. <laughs> Why would you not want to be pulled off? It's ridiculous. <laughs> Very peculiar. No wonder it's going down the charts. The man's obviously um, got some sort of mental defect. <laughs> Down eight places at number 26. It's Adam Clayton and Larry Mullen. They're the boring ones from U2, and they've come up with the theme from Mission Impossible. Bit embarrassing. I don't think this film franchise will uh, really take off or go any further no. than this first film if they can only manage to attract the two shit ones from U2. Um, at 25, it's a new entry for Kathy Dennis with West End Pad. I wouldn't mind going to Kathy Dennis's uh, West End Pad. I would cut off my left arm for 10 minutes on Kathy Dennis. There, I said it. <laughs> lovely, lovely way of putting it, mate. <laughs> down 11, down 11 and 24. Badil, Skinner, plus lightning seeds. That makes three lions. Yes, apparently that's to do with a soccer association football tournament that took place this summer. Not really a fan of the whole soccer scene, to be honest. More of a golf man. Um, anyway... <laughs> 23, uh, down a number of places. Six, I think. <laughs> is uh, Because You Loved Me by Celine Dion. Uh, down six places at number 22. It's Tony Braxton. She says, you're making me high. Whoa. Steady new, on. New entry at 21 for 911, which is American, of course, for 999, with uh, Love Sensation. I think that means orgasm. I think it does. Uh, sticking with the same theme, in at number 20, a new edition with Hit Me Off, oh. which horse is American for Pull Me Off. Or Wank Me Off, whichever you prefer. Whichever uh, you prefer, yeah. Down eight places at number 19, it's Mark Morrison with Crazy. He certainly is. Down 13 places at number 18, the Manic Street Preachers, uh, the Welsh Crossdressers, and they're singing Everything Must Go. I don't know about you, mate, but it seems unnatural to see a Welshman in eyeliner. Well, that, that's just my... Absolutely I, I suppose ridiculous. it's not the politically correct thing to say these days, but I'm sorry, the EU can't stop me from speaking my mind. Uh, he, brings the, he brings the Welsh mining industry into disrepute, if you a, ask me. Certainly does, and they've had enough troubles. Although, to be honest, it wasn't a cost-effective industry, and Mrs T had to do what she had to do. That's right, they had to go. They had to go. It made no sense economically. OK, your community's been completely eviscerated, but... Listen to old Norman Tebbit. Get on your bike and find some work elsewhere. Look at me. I yeah, came I came to back. London. I came to London and became a DJ on the radio. Why can't you do that, Welsh miners? <laughs> uh, 16. It's Alanis Morissette, another vegetarian. Oh, no, that 17, mate. Oh, That's your uh, job. Oh, at 17, it's East 17. Isn't that a lovely symmetry with someone to love? Uh, down nine at 16, as you briefly mentioned there, it's Alanis Morissette with head over feet. Now, at number 15, here's an artist I do applaud and approve of. It's young Gary Barlow with Forever Love. 
Uh, great guy, clean cut, polite. He was in the studio only the other week doing a live session for me, and I gave him the number for my accountant. That's how well we got on. That's super. I mean, I'm really glad that he split up the Take That group, and I imagine now that his career is going to go from strength to strength, now that he's jettisoned all the weak links. Yeah, he's the one of the real talent and the business. He sure is. And a, a, a really good business head as well. A lovely bloke. A lovely yeah. bloke. Just a great at guy. At 14, we are in Alicia's attic, and we're, uh, we're listening to them saying, I am, I feel. Well, that's what they say. At number 13, it's Don't Stop Moving by Living Joy. And again, in the absence of a G there, they prefer to go for an apostrophe at the end of the word living. It's just a further evidence of the hideous Americanization of our culture. It's a big slip in standards, isn't it? Uh, down three at 12, it's Nene Cherry with Woman. At number 11 is a song called How Bizarre by an outfit called OMC. Uh, down two places at number 10. Uh, Wink with a higher state of consciousness. 96 remixes. They have the 96 remixes no, of one song, have they? I'm, that's appalling. I believe that's an abbreviation of the year 1996, which my producer tells me is the current year. Who knew? Again, a slipping of standards. Just say 1996. If it is indeed 1996, sounds far-fetched to me. I didn't even think the 70s were over yet. At number nine, Bored Slippy, Underworld, Disgusting. <laughs> Straight in at number eight, Bone Thugs, Unharmony, Enharmony? I'm not sure. Uh, this is just nonsense. Their song is called The, T-H-A, Crossroads. For God's so sake. So set in a Birmingham motel. It's breeding a fucking nation of illiterates, this bloody pop chart. Number seven, down four places, Mysterious Girl by Peter Andre featuring Bubbler Ranks. Someone called Bubbler Ranks, whoever that is. Bubbler, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. I don't want to sound like an old funny-duddy, but if someone came up to me in the pub and said, greetings, my name is Bubbler Ranks, I'd just have to spark him out there and then. <laughs> uh, can, I, on his ass. can I take your name, please? Um, you're, I'll call it out when uh, your food's ready. Yes, my name, it's Ranks. Bubbler ranks. Oh, fuck off. Pow! Down <laughs> you go. Pick the bones out of that. Down four places at number six. It's the Fuggies and Killing Me Softly. At number five, down one place, it's Macarena with... Lo- oh, sorry, it's Los Del Rio with Macarena. Brand new at number four. Dodgy with Good Enough. Not Good Enough. Only fourth best. At number three, it's Trash with Swain. That's about right. Does what it says on the tin. Yep. Absolute shit, if you ask me. Uh, in at number two, here's an entertainer, Robbie Williams, and he's singing about his freedom. Now, good up very much this generation's uh, tarbuck. Uh, and at number one for the second week running, an awful collection of harlots, sirens, and whores. It's the Spice Girls. <laughs> Where the water be? Uh, what? Just a terrible, terrible reflection on where 90s Britain has descended to, wouldn't you say? Yeah, well, I hope that there's a uh, a sensible man in charge somewhere in the background there. Well, you'd, you'd, s- out of hand. you'd certainly hope so, but some of their antics, particularly in the video for this uh, particular song, are absolutely uh, chaotic and disgusting. And I can only conclude that there was no male input whatsoever. Uh, I think we're within our rights to ban 
this one. Yeah. Uh, Spice Girls, I ban thee. There it is. <laughs> Banned. And we will uh, promote that lovely guy, Gary Barlow, to the unofficial number one position this week. Unofficial number one. Well done, Gary. pretty much well the only indeed. sensible right-minded gentleman in the whole chart this week. Absolutely. There we go. That's your top 40. Hope you enjoyed it. And uh, that's all we've got time for this episode. So <laughs> well, we'll definitely do another. We'll definitely do another episode because there's a lot oh, yeah. of great songs to fucking unpick. Yeah. So stay tuned, dickheads. Yeah, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with more. Thank you and goodbye. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.